The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Lady love, lady love. This episode's going to be bad. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I knew before it was going to be bad, but I know this is going to be like bad, bad. Yeah, no, this shit is gross. So for anyone that's listening out there, I'll give you a pre-warning. This shit is woof. Man. I'm kind of scared, they love. It's just gross. Like, I can listen to terrible shit all day long. Like, you can tell me some gross shit. Mm-hmm. This is some, like, gross. I don't even... <laughs> See, for it to disturb you so much, I'm just kind of like, oh, that worries me. Yeah. I mean, a, a little. It worries me a little because I'm just like, oh, God, if you can't stomach it, then what... I, I I don't know. I, I can't expect myself to take it any better, I guess. Hey. I think it's going to be a lot of shock factor things. Like just a lot of, yeah, just be prepared. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, on a good note, though, if anybody wants to see anything hilarious after the episode... You can go onto our Instagram page and see a video of me meowing at my cat, trying to make her meow back. <laughs> there you go. I like how you provide the palate cleanser. Love, <laughs> do a little something. Who are you? Who are you meowing at? Farty. Now she doesn't want to meow. Well, she when I'm recording her, she's like oh. not about doing it because I'll tell people I'm like she meows back. She talks to you, and then like as I try to record it, she's like, Nah, bitch. I know what you're doing. No. That's funny. That's a good palate cleanser, though. That's nice. Yeah. But anyways, I'm Courtney and I'm Cat, and this is Wine, Wine Wicked, Wicked Crimes and Cat Moms. Oh my. <laughs> So much better. Oh, so much better. I know we're getting more in sync. Yeah. And we're doing better with like the editing, Lady Love. I'm there's not as many oh, like Oh, that's all you, Lady Love. That's <laughs> all you. You are the editing queen. Well, I mean like with editing, we're not stuttering as much. <laughs> no. I mean that's good. Well, I guess with anything, the more you do it, the better you get at it or not the better you get at it or I guess the easier it flows. Yeah. That'd be the better term. I think that's exactly what it is. We're flowing much better. Yeah. But uh, before we get started on this episode, Lady Love is going to introduce our signature wine of the week. I'm so excited for this wine. Obviously, you guys know we're from Western New York and we're local and we love all our local things up to and including Loganberry. I love Loganberry. came up we went to gym steakout and that's what i had to drink he had a stinger and he's like what is this i'm like it's loganberry it's delicious and he tried it he's like oh this is good i'm like you think i was like trying to sell you on a lie it's delicious (laughs) and it's only in western new york so you should consider yourself lucky but this wine is savage winery loganberry table wine and this one is from a local winery that's actually in chafee new york and they have a nice little email, savagewinery at gmail.com. So 
I'm certain that I'm probably going to like this. You're going to love it, like love. So you guys should definitely check it out. I fucking love Loganberry and Loganberry wine. Mm. I'm all about it, so... I'm just going to start opening it up, Lady Love. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely prepared for us to house definitely this bottle and possibly the second one. Because <laughs> we bought two just in case. I mean, you never know. Lately, we've been able to clear the bottles pretty good. Yeah, I think our alcohol tolerance is starting to come back after the Roman yeah. times. Uh-uh. <laughs> so for this episode, I could not find a way for Sophia to tell this story and have it like work out. Mm. So Blanche decided to step in. All right. And uh, take over storytelling for today. Two strapping young men are meeting each other in person for the first time in Rottenburg, Germany, 2001. Their past cyber flirtations leaving them both filled with nervous excitement over what is to come. They sip their coffee, slightly chatting, trying to get the normal pleasantries out of the way even though they both knew there was only one thing on their minds. Boiling over with uncontrollable passion, they go to the room that was specially prepared for them. No longer concerned with getting to know one another, they let their basic carnal needs take over. Reveling in this new adventure they've promised to go on together, their first time. Naked and shaking with anticipation, one of the men walks across the room press and record on the camera he has set up to document every single second of their passionate exchange. He turns back, his eyes drinking in the built man standing at full attention waiting for him. He could think of nothing but consuming every inch of his hot, hot body. Oh, God. (laughs) His suitor, just as impatient and filled with desire, beckons him to begin, ready and willing to be consumed. Do it now, he screams, unable to wait a second longer. (laughs) He kneels down in front of the man he's been dreaming about all his life, opening his mouth as wide as he can. Whoa. (laughs) His cyber lover's quivering member begging to be tasted. This moment was beyond what they had imagined, salivating from the fullness of him. He bites down as hard as he can, (gasps) blood flowing into his mouth. (laughs) The taste better than your finest wine. His lover's agonized screams of pleasure filling his head. He intended to keep the promise he made. He would sever his lover's penis so they could dine on it together and be one forever and always. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) They were sharing a peen for dinner? They were sharing his peen for dinner. Ew! (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) You know, for a second, like, it kind of sounded like a, like a, like you were setting up a little porn. Yeah. So is that why Sophia couldn't set up this? Yeah. It's not appropriate. No, Sophia. I get it. Sophia couldn't do this one. Now I now I get why. Yeah. Definitely a blanche way to start the show. <laughs> oh yes. Wow. So I'm gonna guess that you have no idea who the fuck I'm talking about. I have none. I can honestly say I I have none and I probably haven't heard his name before. Well, we are discussing Armin Mybus, who is also known as the Master Butcher. The Master Butcher. Yeah, he is a German cannibal. 
Ew. Yeah. Wow. I'm ready, Lady Love. Let's dive into it. So, Armin Mivas is known as the master butcher, uh-huh. but he's also known as the consensual cannibal. The consensual cannibal. I mean, given that they were sharing that guy's peen. Yeah. The person whose peen he bit off or yeah. was trying to bite off, yeah. he wanted him to do this. This was like an agreement. They agreed upon him trying to bite his penis off. Interesting. Yeah. Hence the consensual... Cannibal. Yeah. Cool. So, Armin Mivas was born on December 1st, 1961. Mm-hmm. He's a Sagittarius. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> We're not all bad eggs. I know. In case you didn't know, Lady Love is in fact a Sagittarius. <laughs> so hurt by that man. It like like it's when it's surprise like it surprises you when you, I, I like it, not like it's a big deal. Yeah, but you take a little shot. You're just like, oh damn. <laughs> well, I mean, if it helps, he's German, and I feel like not to offend any German people, but a lot of German people will do anything with no fucks given. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, Hitler. Oof. <laughs> Enough said. Yeah, exactly. Enough said. So he was born in Germany mm-hmm. into a affluent family. What is affluent? Affluent. So it's like he was born into a wealthy family. Ooh. Yeah. His father's name was Dieter Mivis, mm-hmm. and he was a cop. Okay. His mother, who was most likely a housewife, was uh, named Waltrod Mivis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Armin had two brothers, Wolfgang and Engelbert. Wolfgang. I like that Yeah. Name. And they were Waltrad's sons from her previous marriages. Oh. So oh, okay. Armin was the youngest. Half-brothers. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Wolfgang and Engelbert, they both left when Armin was only, like, I think he was seven and a half years old. Oh, so they were way older. Yeah. Oh, so he okay. had virtually no relationship with them. Um, and Waltrad had been married two times before marrying Dieter. Man, this lady was getting around for back then. Well, well, that for sure. And when they had gotten married, mm-hmm. Dieter was only 21. Can you guess how old Waltrad was? Oh, was she a teenager? No. Wait. She was 40. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> It was a cougar. Yeah, she like cougared her ass into that. Yeah. Wow, good for her. Mm hmm. So they only even, they only got married because Waltrad tried to trap his ass. She got pregnant with Armin, and, you know, that kind of forced him to marry her. That's so fucked up. Yeah, he never (laughs) wanted to actually have a kid with her. Oh, man. Yeah, so Waltrad is. A cunt. Something else. <laughs> no, yeah. she's a she's a big cunt. Like you find out later, but she's a big cunt. Oh man. Yeah. He never wanted to be with her. Like she was just trying to force him to stay with her. Like she thought that her having a kid would like make sure that he never left her. I, that's never it, guys. It's never the answer. No, that never works. Like that is not how it goes. All right. Well, moving on. So, her getting pregnant was one of the many ways that she tried to manip hers and Dieter's relationship mm-hmm. in order to make sure that he wouldn't leave. And she also had done that to her other two husbands, which clearly that shit didn't work because they was outie. I mean, 
I wonder, now it makes me wonder if the other two kids are one from each relationship or if they both have the same father. I th- they were probably one from each relationship. Like she tried, like it, it was it was her thing to yeah. trap men with babies. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it was. So Dieter is described as neglectful and absent, which he was. And Waltrad was possessive, very over-dominating, mm-hmm. abusive, and all around an evil fuck. <laughs> Can't imagine. Uh, from the outside, they looked like your average well-off family. Mm-hmm. Living in a 42-room, 1,600-square-foot mansion in Wusterfield, Germany. Damn. Mm-hmm. However, they had an abundance of, like, material comforts mm-hmm. emotionally they were not that great. Okay. Like, they were severely lacking in the emotional aspect of life. Oh, that's scary. Mm-hmm. So, Dieter was super unhappy happy in his marriage mm-hmm. to Waltrad, and she was overly controlling and possessive and would constantly accuse him of having affairs and regularly threatened his life. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, this bitch Regularly was threatened his life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no wonder he... I, I mean... No wonder he stayed. How long were they married? Okay, maybe I'm getting too ahead of myself. Yeah, so I'll I'll get there. Okay. So, <laughs> um, and she was super cold towards Armin, never showing him any kind of actual affection physically or emotionally. Well, I can't imagine when you really don't want a baby and you're just trying to trap somebody because you're lonely. Can't imagine what your feelings towards a kid would be. Oh, she loser. was not. She should not have been a mother. That's awful. Like, the reason that he doesn't even have a relationship with his brothers is because they left as soon as humanly possible. Ah, I see. They didn't, want to, they didn't want anything to do with her either. Yeah, no. Like, the one son literally left to become, like, a fucking priest or something. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like, he was out. He was in Berlin finding God because his mother was Satan. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. Uh, throughout his most important years, Armin witnessed many domestic disputes between his mother and his father mm-hmm. and screaming matches out the ass. Like, they were always yelling at each other. And in September 1969, when he was only seven years old, mm-hmm. Armin was playing outside. And it said that he was playing hide-and-seek, but Armin didn't actually have any friends. So I'm guessing he was playing hide-and-seek with his imaginary friends because mm-hmm. he did have an abundance of those. Mm-hmm. So he's outside playing, and he heard his parents arguing, mm-hmm. and he watched his father storm out of the house, jump into his car, and drive off. And that was literally the last time he ever saw his dad again. Oh, man. Yeah, homie was just like, fuck this place up, out. Peace. Oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. Poor Armand. Yeah. So he was the only one left with his mother. Ooh, that's not a good time. Yeah. So being a seven-year-old kid, he was scared and sad and confused about what he just saw. Mm-hmm. And that was the last time he even spoke to his father. Well, that sucks. Yeah. So Dieter never came back. And this is when Armin's nightmare with Waltrad began, pretty much. Like, it wasn't great before. But now without dad as a buffer, it mm-hmm. was even worse. And having a psycho-emotionally absent mother obviously took its toll on Armin mm-hmm. mentally and socially. Mm-hmm. Um, he grew up feeling very alone as a child and only had an endless slew of imaginary friends to keep him company. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Like, it's so sad because he was just isolated. And he's in a fucking 800-room house. Yeah. Which that shows how much he hated her because Dieter's the one that bought that house. And he was like, fuck you, bitch. You can take the house and the kid. I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, and be like, you know what? <laughs> I'm out of here. 
no more you is a better me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's sad, man. So obviously Armin ends up getting arrested for being a cannibal and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And after his trial, he had actually talked about his imaginary uh, companions saying that, quote, over the years, I would add various components. The boys were also people I found attractive, who I imagined as my brother. And then I thought, if they were to become a part of me, I would have to eat them. Okay. So he was having cannibalistic tendencies and thoughts from the time he was seven and eight years old. That poor kid. But I wonder, like, in his brain, why was, like, eating them? So it's almost like, do you know anything about, like, Jeffrey Dahmer? Not, I guess not too, too much, because I don't get the cannibalistic part. Well, he wanted to eat people for pretty much the same reason that Jeffrey Dahmer did. So he never had a, a person to be, like, attached to. And he felt that... Eating people would attach themselves to Yeah, them? so they would, like... And the only way for a person to, like, really never leave him was for him to eat them or consume them so that they would physically become a part of him. He knows he shits that out, right? like uh i guess he probably doesn't give a shit about the bowel movement part he just wants to ingest them yeah he thinks that consuming a person will keep them with him forever all right we're going with it Mm -hmm. okay so his only comfort (laughs) so it's like comfort food for the soul but you're eating people yeah apparently Oh, God. It's like he doesn't know how to have emotional ties to people because he's never been uh-huh. able to have that. Uh-huh. So, like, the only way he knows how to keep a person forever is to eat them. Or that's in his head what he thought. Uh-huh. But that shows you how fucked up his home life is if he's seven years old thinking that's this shit. what I'm saying. For a seven-year-old to be like, I don't have a lot of love, so I'm going to eat you. And yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> What is this demon child talking about? What would, what would you do if you had a seven-year-old kid and it was like, Mommy. Trying to come at me with a spoon. I know. <laughs> Trying to dig your eye out with a dull spoon. Exactly. Listen, I've said it before. For my niece, I am not above kicking a child. <laughs> not above it. I will straight, like, we are Sparta. Kick that kid right the fuck away from It would be me. like the omen. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What would you do with a little fucking kid? That is scary. Like, talk about some scary shit. Dude, I, there's a reason I don't have kids, bro. I don't got to <laughs> deal with my cats trying to eat me at night. I'm saying. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, okay. All right. Sorry, I just... I don't know. No, I told you, this one was going to be like a... Huh. I couldn't even give his ass, like, a nickname. Because I was like, I don't even know what to say. Like, this is all awful. <laughs> and it gets worse? Oh, yeah. He's only seven now. I know. You haven't even gotten... We haven't even gotten into anything yet. He's just a kid. Oh, Oh my. (laughs) So, his only other comfort outside of imaginary friends was Grimm's fairy tales. Mm -hmm. Um, He loved to read them, and his favorite was Hansel and Gretel. He especially liked the part in the story when the witch fattens up Hansel so she could cook him and eat him for dinner. Mm. Mm. I know. (laughs) Mm, mm, mm. Oh, yeah. 
His father testified in court that Armin would act out the scene over and over again, always pretending to be the witch and delighting in the idea of roasting and eating Hansel. Yeah, that's weird. Bro, I want to, like, I get that other cultures are different and, like, you know, we're fucking uncultured swine as Americans. But, like, Grimm's fairy tales are cool. Yeah. But what the fuck is wrong with you that you turned this into, like, a kid's thing? Yeah. Disney movies ain't like that. Like, yeah, you got to deal with, like, a mom dying in every movie, but that's it. Like, you don't got fucking people getting eaten and... I can't believe he wanted to play the witch. Yeah, that's what his... Well, he wanted to eat people. I... I... Well, I'm wondering if, like, all this fucked up shit, because he was never actually taught by his parents, if maybe he just, like, picked up stuff in his storybooks and whatever and was like, oh, I guess that's how you do it. Oh. I mean, he's at that age, I guess. I'll say your most formative years are from, like, one to seven. Uh Uh-huh. And if he started having these thoughts at seven, that means during his most formative years, something in him, like, or something that he witnessed told him that eating people is what... (laughs) Is the way to go. Yeah. Something partially like the the grim fairy tales. Yeah. You know, set set a bad example. Uh, Possibly, yes. (laughs) It definitely... It's not like he was getting this idea from fucking Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that's for sure. That is for sure. Oh, I guess. I guess that could be if you're not, like, socially or emotionally mature. Yeah. Because, I mean, for you to think that you're going to keep people by ingesting them. That's what Jeffrey Dahmer did. That is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I, like, the whole time I was doing this research, I'm just, like picturing him like Hannibal you know how he's like I'll fucking cook your liver and fava beans and whatever Ugh. like I'm just picturing it like that and I'm like Ugh. oh god <laughs> what else happened to him As so, we're not even past this freaking childhood no yet. we're not even close to anything we're not even we're on like the first page <laughs> oh god I gotta tame myself okay I'm ready so when Armin hit puberty at age 13 he started to come to some self-realizations and he didn't really know how to feel about it um, he began to notice that he was sexually attracted to women and physically attracted to men, but also had the desire to eat men. Wait, say again? He was physically attracted to women? No, he was sexually attracted to women. Sexually attracted to women. And physically attracted to men. Okay. But his desire towards men was more because he wanted to eat them. Okay. And Armin always, like, throughout all these years of terribleness with his mother, he constantly remained a very loyal and devoted son. To his mom? To his mom. His mom was very bitter over her failed marriages and took it out on Armin, like never showing him any love or teaching him anything about life. And she generally ignored him when she wasn't belittling him. Oh, fuck. And he always forgave her. Oh. The villagers in Rottenburg said that she constantly called him worthless. Oh, oh, damn. And among other things, like, everything he did, she's like, you're a worthless piece of shit. Uh, Armin was generally an outcast, and his mother definitely made sure of it, because she, like, was super possessive, so she wouldn't let him have friends. She wouldn't let him, like, create a relationship with anyone. He never had any friends his own age, and in the early 1970s, when everyone else was, you know, wearing jeans and stuff, Mm -hmm. his mother still forced him to wear, like, the traditional... Leader hosen shorts like 
You know, in um the little short shorts. Yeah, like in what was that movie? Uh something rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit. Oh my god, that's such a good movie. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta watch that movie again. <laughs> man, that movie made me tear up. Oh. Oh, did you watch it? I watched parts of it. I didn't really get into it. You gotta stick it through to the end. Do I? Yes, you do. Oh, okay. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Anyways. So, one of Waltrod's friends, her name was Ula, offered to teach Armin about the world and its hidden depths because she felt bad that he was a very introverted and isolated kid. Okay. Um, outwardly, Ula just seemed like a funny, friendly person trying to help her friend's introverted and socially inept son. Mm-hmm. Well, oh man, the whole purpose or reasoning that she gave for teaching him was that she wanted to give him some kind of hope in making friends and learning about normal life. Okay, but she actually did the complete opposite. Ula was a witch. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, and she introduced Armin to the world of Satanism. Oh my god, get the fuck out of I here. I swear to Jesus. Ula's a witch? <laughs> Ula's a witch that's into Satanism. And she encouraged him to revel in his darkest desires and told him of Satan's greatness, saying that he would come from Atlantis and lead them to prosperity. Whoa, bro. <laughs> so this poor kid had no <laughs> chance in life. Like, that's another reason I couldn't even give him a, a poor nickname, because I'm like... He just never had a chance. Like, there was nothing about his life that was like, you're going to be a great, upstanding human. Yeah. Yeah, no. No. He was just not at all. Lady Love, like, I feel so sad for him. I know. I told you this is awful. Like, it took me forever to get through this research because I was just sad. You know what's crazy when you when you mentioned Ula, I I straight up thought you were gonna be like this bitch was abusing him. I was like, damn, he was sexually abused. On top of it, you were like, Ula's a witch. I'm like, what the fuck? Ula's a witch. I know. When I read it, I was like, wow, <laughs> really? Yeah, she's a witch. All right, <laughs> you can't even make this shit up. Like, yeah, <laughs> like we're, we're sure she's a witch. <laughs> what else happened? So, Ula also ran a side business. And would cast, like, many different spells, including death spells for a fee. Wow. Yeah. So Armin has witnessed these things. Can Can you imagine being able to go somewhere, like a shop, and be like, listen, I know what you do. I know what you're down for. Mm-hmm. I need a spell. I know. <laughs> Yo. This guy is really pissing me off at work, and I'm just trying to take him out. What can you do for me? <laughs> People used to do that shit, like, love. That is, in fact, a thing that they used to do. Man, I wish that shit was still around now. For real. Greg, help a bitch out. Greg is my other best friend. Hey. Let's try this one. Oh, my God. I told you, like, love. Oh, my God. This is, like, juice. It is amazing. This is, like, Yeah. Oh! Listen, I tried a Loganberry. I don't even know. The person that gave it to me was more than questionable. At at worst, questionable. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like it was legitimately Loganberry wine. Probably not. Because this, mm-hmm. this is the tits. Yes. Indeed, the tits. This is, in fact, the tits. Oh, my God. Like, you could drink this and be like, oh, my God, I have it. I got a check. That's it's why I got two. <laughs> 
Yes. Oh, God, this is dangerous, but I love it. Oh, yeah. Now, after reading a couple more pages, I'm sure we'll be done with this bottle, and we'll have to pause to go get another bottle. I'm all for it. <laughs> wow, so, that's good. I told you, Layla. It's delicious. Oh, love it. Um, Armin's friendship with Ula was only used to fill the void mm-hmm. for him, and all he really wanted was his mother's love and approval, but mm-hmm. she rarely even hugged him. I know. Couldn't this, even give him a hug? No, like, this bitch did everything humanly possible to make sure he turned into a serial killer. And he didn't. He was a consensual cannibal. So I know I'm getting ahead of myself. hmm But this whole consensual cannibal thing is really blowing my fucking mind, if I'm being honest. Lady like, love? it is blowing my mind. Because they ate his peen. Yeah. I was hoping it was somebody else's peen. Why would you be, like, why would you consensually... You know, mm-hmm. be like, listen, I love you. I want you to take this piece of me and let's eat it together. Oh, it's not even what like he fuck? was in a relationship with this person. No? No, this was like a, a person he met on the internet, like love. On the internet? Oh, yeah. I'm. You're going to be in shock. Oh, my God. I'm in shock now. <laughs> These people. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, God. Germany is probably not a place that I would want to like grow up in yeah (laughs) oh see i would like to visit but this internet person now Mm -hmm. was he also from germany yes this all happened still like in europe not not even in the states yeah this is all in germany okay he never came over here Mm -mm. okay no it's not here it's not here (laughs) okay uh, okay let's keep going sorry (laughs) so obviously during his time with ula he started to delve deeper into his fantasies he collected material about crimes committed mm-hmm. by a man named Fritz Harman, and he was known as the Vampire of Hanover. Ooh. He killed 26 young men in the 1920s. He would butcher his victims and drink their blood. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So that's what he was doing in his spare time when he's not hanging out with his witchy friends is he's looking up fucking serial killers. Which, during that time, homie did not have the internet. So, Mm -hmm. he was, like, trying to find this shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. mm But in 1925, uh, Fitzharmon, he was actually publicly executed by beheading. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, homie thought he was a vampire. I feel like that's one of the ways to kill vampires. Yeah. It's appropriate. I mean... You gotta make sure you don't come back, right? Especially if you really did think he was... I don't know... Whatever. <laughs> Man, this is a crazy fucking town. Yeah. Well, this didn't happen in his town. He just, he was collecting material about this serial killer because he was interested in him. Was it was a serial killer in Germany or no? Oh, I have no fucking idea. I oh, didn't look okay. Sorry. I just, I don't know. It says Hanover. Where's Hanover? That's at school. <laughs> Watch it be in Germany. It probably is. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, Germans do things sometimes. We're not. We're not good with geography. No. So also during this time, mind you, he's only 13 years old. Armin bought himself some Barbie dolls. And he dismembered the dolls and he would lay in bed with the doll parts for hours. It's in Germany. It is in Germany. (laughs) (laughs) Sure is. (laughs) Okay, so not to talk shit about Germany or anything, but I probably would never want to live there. I definitely would love to visit. No, visit for sure. Not not an extended stay. No. You know, 
Did you ever watch that, um, those hostile movies? Oh, yeah, that's awful. Didn't that shit take place in Germany? Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. This is very questionable. Questionable. <laughs> oh, wait, wait until we get into how he met his match, make the, uh, all of it. It's just Germany has some fucked up people in the head. I mean, we already brought up Hitler. I know. <laughs> Hitler's just a very historical figure. Think about all the other people that didn't make it. <laughs> okay, oh, God. sorry, sorry. Oh, moving on, moving on. So, him buying the dolls and everything, he would hide from his mother. So she didn't know that he had these, like, weird fantasies. How would she? She fucking ignored him all of the time. Yeah. And it's not like he's gonna tell her, because then she's just gonna yell at him and call him a piece of shit. Right. Stupid fuck! Right. But... So another interesting pastime of his was to smear ketchup and pork slices on his stomach and pretend that it was torn flesh. That is so creepy. He's 13. While he's doing this? Yes. Okay. So he met Ula when he was a kid still. Yeah, Ula was his mom's friend. But I mean, who the fuck is going to want to be friends with her? You had to know that Ula was a little fucked up. I mean, at least she tried. I don't know. She at least paid him attention. (laughs) But all he ever wanted was his mother's approval. And he knew that she would not approve at all of his, you know, imagination murders or anything. And he especially knew that he wouldn't or that she wouldn't approve of his attraction to men. Okay. So. 1970, I see. Yeah. So he hid everything from her, and he would actually hide the doll parts that he had inside of a safe so that she couldn't accidentally find them. He was super secretive about it. Mm Mm-hmm. And, well, he's trying, he's finally coming to realize that he might be bisexual and is most definitely a cannibal. (laughs) Huh. Okay. Because, I mean, when you're young, when you're seven, it's not like you know what a cannibal is. No, no. Yeah. He's starting to think that he's bisexual, so he's starting to... Feel a sexual attraction towards, towards men. men. Yeah. So he's, does he want to eat women now? No, he's never has an urge to eat women. He's only ever had an urge to eat men. Man, and he's so forgiving to his mother. Yeah. I'm surprised that he never ate a woman. I feel like, you know. Well, I honestly feel like he's not actually straight. Okay. I think he's just gay. And because of during, like, during that time, being gay wasn't exactly... Oh. Yeah. So I think he would just say he was attracted to women, but not actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, He would try to date to figure out his sexuality. Mm-hmm. But... I can't imagine dating. Well, he was born in the 70s, maybe dating... Well, he's born in 61. He was born in 61. Yeah. Okay, he was born in 61. So definitely dating... In, like, the 70s, 80s? Mm-hmm. In Germany? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Aggressive yeah. Aggressive as fuck. I don't think the Berlin Wall was taken down to, like, 92 or some shit. Oh, like yeah, that. no. Anything, I feel like anything in, like, Eastern Europe is generally pretty, like... You di- think it was super oppressed back then? Yeah. You know what's crazy? I feel like now maybe uh, Europe is probably way more accepting. Probably. Maybe. I maybe. mean... Maybe, maybe not. It just kind of depends. Because, like... We see it as a touristy place, so when we go, we don't actually see how the people have to live. True. That's true. Huh. So I don't really know. Okay. But anytime Armin had a date, guess what his mom would do? What? 
His crazy ass mom would chaperone them and sit right in the back seat of the car with them. The entire time? The entire time. Date from beginning to end? From beginning to end. She would not let him actually go on a date with a girl by himself. Oh. Yeah. And at this point, like, he knows he likes women, but he wanted men in order to eat them rather than have sex with them. So she didn't, she didn't want him to have relationships with anyone else and she ignored him. Yep. But when he went on a date, she was there. Mm-hmm. Like, he never even gets to actually grow up because his mom just, like, doesn't let him. Like, she's crazy. She's, like, a whole dictator. Everything about him, he has to, like, check in with her. Like, he's not allowed to be his self. Wow. Mm-hmm. At this point in his life, I wonder what the other brothers are doing, because now I'm just fucking curious. Well, the one was a priest. Uh-huh. And then the other one, I don't know what he did, but he just, like, was, bye, out Yeah. Like, I'm not dealing with this bitch yeah. anymore. I'm out. No, which I get. I would have been done bounced. 18, yeah. bye, ma. See you. Never. <laughs> But, so in his teenage years, he had trouble with connections and relationships. He thought if someone was a true friend Mm -hmm. or a loved one, um, they needed to be a part of him, which meant literally eating them. So if you were like his bestie, he wanted to eat you because he wanted you to stay with him forever. Not the type of bestie I want. No. (laughs) Not in the slightest the type of bestie that I want. No, definitely not preferred. (laughs) So, Waltrad was super overbearing, Mm -hmm. and when Armin did manage to get engaged, she literally drove the woman away. I wonder how many times he got engaged. Only once. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. One and done? Mm -hmm. Multiple women didn't have to suffer that? Yeah. So, his one and only fiancé's name was Petra Zinhauser. Mm-hmm. And they were only engaged for nine months before they separated. <laughs> Armin said that Petra and Waltrad were, quote, too strong-willed. And whenever they were near each other, they fought like cats and dogs. Oh. Because she wouldn't, you know. Yeah. She was probably like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to marry him. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck off, bro. Yeah. And she was probably like, this, that's what you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. So Armin continued to grow up isolated with no friends, except Ula, and a steaming pile of shit of a mother. Mm -hmm. So until he was about 19 is when he kind of finally was like, I need to get out of this. Damn. And fun fact, his neighbor had actually asked him why he never married. And his response was, quote, perhaps I will one day, but only when mother is dead. That's some psycho type shit. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? So, finally over his mom controlling how many shits he's allowed to take in a day, mm-hmm. Ula's Satan worship, and trying to get away from the madhouse that he calls his psyche, on January 1st, 1981, at the age of 19, he decided to enlist in the West German Army. Oh, okay. When Armin initially started his army career, he did very well. Mm-hmm. He still wasn't social, but he was given many promotions. Okay. And he was given positions of trust. And during his time in the army, mm-hmm. Armin actually pursued a lot of gay relationships with his army friends. Hey. And would go to bars that were known to have prostitutes among their patrons. Interesting. Mm-hmm. A lot of self-loathing, you think, Lady Love? Definitely. Yeah. And I think he didn't know how to have actual relationships, so paying for mm-hmm. it was just easier. 
Oh. Okay. And I'm sure, I think he was still trying to, like, convince himself that he w- could be straight. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe trying to have sex with, like, women, he was trying to, like, force himself. Yeah. But, however, like, anyone with mental health issues and secret desires, mm-hmm. especially ones in the military, Armin started drinking. And with no one to talk to and still being under a lot of mental confusion and anguish, his drinking got out of hand and ended up getting him kicked out of the military due to alcoholism in 1992. So he was there for 10 years? Mm-hmm. 11 years? So he's 19. So now he's what? Uh, 30? 31? Yeah, yeah 30, he was 30. Yeah. He lasted a pretty long time for being an, a fucking alcoholic in the service. Well, I'm sure he didn't just right away start. He probably, like, worked up to becoming an alcoholic. Okay. Because whenever you're in the military in general, at least from what I know and seen of it, they do kind of promote drinking. Like, you can buy alcohol anywhere, anytime on base. I mean, you need a fucking outlet. You can't do anything else. It's not like you can... Yeah, and it's not like... What can you do other than sit around and wait wait for something to happen? Yeah, that's true. You don't have TV. You don't... You can't kick back and relax. You know, mm-hmm. fuck it. Drink until you black out. Yeah. Oof, that's rough, though. That is rough. I can't imagine. You imagine having such an drinking when you have an issue. It's it bad. Yeah, it never turns out well. Drinking when you have like an identity crisis of like being gay and pursuing gay relationships. Mm-hmm. After having such a traumatic childhood. Oh, I feel it. Oh, yeah. That drinking was just making all that shit swirl around in his head, and he's just like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck it. I'm going to eat Bob. Like, I know. Well, when- <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm just trying to think. Like, I just really can't wrap my head around the eating people part. Even with the explanation of thinking that you'll be with them forever. Not how I would go about it. Yeah, but we're also people that have, like, actual relationships with other people. This dude's never had any friends. He's had imaginary friends. And it's not like when he was seven. Like, if he would have had a friend, you know, like little fucking Bobby down the street. Yeah. And he went up to him and was like, hey, Bobby, you're my best friend. Can I eat you? And Bobby would have been like, yo, you're weird as fuck. What's wrong with you? And then he kind of would have been like, oh, I guess that's not something I should think. (laughs) Whereas all he's got is his crazy ass mom, and he's like, "Mom, can I eat a penis?" And she's like, "Whatever, I don't fucking care." Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you paint it that way, yeah, it is a little different. It's a little different, but people are generally products of what they are around. Agreed. Agreed. I'm not saying all the time. Ah, I also agreed. But I mean, considering everything, and I feel like as the youngest child. You uh-huh. always end up having, like, these inferiority complexes. For sure. For sure. Like, I'm the oldest in the family, but, like, having seen all my siblings and stuff, I've noticed that, like, the oldest is always looked at as some as one thing, and then the middle child always has that, like, middle child syndrome where they're, like, they feel like they're never seen because they're the middle. Mm-hmm. And then the baby of the group usually is like has some kind of like inferiority complex because they're compared to their other siblings. Mm-hmm. I'm like second oldest. I'm just coasting. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody even knows I'm here. I know. Well, you've got like 60 million siblings, <laughs> which is perfect. I just kind of 
do coast throughout all of it, and I'm just chilling. You're just phantoming through life. Oh, I love it. I love it. Anytime anybody checks in, I'm fine, though. See? And then mm-hmm. it's just like coasting again. Yeah. So the works. next family get together. <laughs> so, like before he, Armin had gotten kicked out when he was on leave and stuff from work, his mother actually still controlled his every fucking move. So he would go home on leave, and then she would just go back to being a crazy psycho bitch to him, even mm-hmm. though he was gone for whatever months at a time. But Armin being kicked out devastated him. Mm-hmm. And at the age of 30, he was forced to move back in with Mommy Dearest. Perfect name for her. I, mommy Cunty. I don't even know. Cunty Dearest. Oof. Ugh. So people he knew and neighbors testified in court that Waltrod was legit insane. Mm-hmm. She treated him like her slave, and she made him do all the chores and run all her errands constantly. Like, this bitch just didn't move. Yeah. And if he ever went out, she would call him and make him come home. <laughs> she literally controlled his every single move. What do you mean, called him and make him come home? Like, he was like, Mama, go party? Yeah. Like, get a cell phone? <laughs> well, he would yeah. tell her where he was at, and then, like, when he was oh. there, she would call there and harass him and make him come home you better get home right now mm-hmm. it's past your bedtime motherfucker i'm 35 mom not only that it's five in the afternoon mom come home now <laughs> yeah exactly oh gosh all right and during the time that uh armin was away in the army mm-hmm. ula had changed drastically what was ula doing uh you know <laughs> part of me wants you to say that ula was legit stuffing little kids with food no. And eating <laughs> Nope. And eating them. Like, that is, like, 90, 95%. That's what I want you to say. What was Ula doing? Well, Ula had actually converted from Satanism to Christianity. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no way. I swear to Jesus. Are you serious? I swear on Jeebus. <laughs> on Allah. On all of them. She converted? She converted to Christianity. Okay, Ola. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Maybe she was like... Listen, I guess just after being a Satanist, if you will, I feel like that's pretty hardcore. That is some fucking hardcore shit there, Lady Love. Oh, Lady Love, wait till you get to the end of this. You're going to be like... What do you mean the end of this? <laughs> I'm already just... If you're in shock and awe at this little fun fact... I can't wait. I just can't wait till to even just read you the very last sentence of what I wrote in this these notes because you're gonna be just amazed. I'm amazed now. <laughs> I mean, I really am. I can't believe she converted into Christianity yeah. after all that fucking Satanism, yeah. casting death spells on yeah, people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Making guys fucking erectile dysfunction very prominent in life. Yeah, I mean, even though some people deserve that. Yeah, it's just like. Now you're just like, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Amen to the Lord. I'm, a- I'm with you. Like, no more. Leave. Not today, Satan. Like, really? <laughs> really? You got a little kid involved in some Satanism and you're just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jesus. I know. I'm back with the program. What? <laughs> you forgive everything, right? I confess. Right. <laughs> oh, damn, Ula. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sold in it on it, but I will take it at at face value, I guess. I mean whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know 
to say. Because I'm like, I was born Catholic, but I'm definitely not Catholic now. So. I don't get the switch up. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. What else? I, I respect it, though. Sure. But, you go, Ula. You go. <laughs> so, six years after she converted, however, in 1998, Ula passed away. She was close to the end. She knew what was up. I know. She was like trying to, I'm trying to go to heaven now. Yeah. Is it too late, God? No. I got six years to repent. Let me try. Right. Right. I mean. So, all right, fine. After she converted, she passed. And that was in her 90s now. Yeah. What's up with fucking the cannibal then? Well, Armin lost his only real life friend. And was? uh, Ula. Ula was his like. Only actual real that's, life friend. That's who he considered his only friend, Lady Love? No, that's not who he considered his only friend, but like thus far, okay. she's his only like. Realistically in life. Yeah. That's she's, his friend. Mm hmm. I guess. And a year later, on September 2nd, 1999, at the ripe old age of 77, Waltrod Satan Mivis died <gasps> from a long fight with cancer. Really? Yeah. So he lost Ula and his mom back to back. Mm Mm-hmm. So wait, he hasn't eaten anybody yet. No. No, he actually only eats one person. That's it? Yep, just one person. Oh my god, I thought he was fucking... No! Kidnapping motherfuckers, chowing them down. No! Hansel and Gretel style, like... Feeding them cake and shit? Mm-hmm. Get all fat so I can eat you. <laughs> no. That would probably have made this a lot more fun. This is just, like, sad. <laughs> yeah, that, it is pretty sad. He only ate one person? Mm-hmm. Not to say that I'm kind of let down, but I'm kind of let down. Yeah, no, only one person. Oh, you won't be let down, though. This is a lot of anticipation. Uh-huh. All right. There's okay. a lot of build-up to this. It's, like, it's kind of laying out the, like, fuckery that is his life. I still feel bad for him. Okay, so wait. All right, hold on. He got kicked out of the military in 91. Ula died in 98. Yeah. What was he doing in limbo for those seven? They don't really say he was just living with his mom. So. Oh, winner, was, winner. Yeah. So he was just, he never, he always lives in that house. Like that big ass house that he grew up in, that's where he lives forever. Oh. Yeah. He never moves out. I'm surprised that he never wanted to get away like his siblings. I mean, if he idolized his mother the way he did. He didn't even... I, it, so they had, like, a weird relationship. It's not that he idolized her. He just wanted her to love him and accept him, and she just wouldn't. He he wanted somebody to love him and accept him. Why not be his fucking mom? Or yeah. Or Ula. I know. But damn, Ula. I know. <laughs> damn, dog. <laughs> like, I, I... First of all, I'm thrown off that she was... Okay, so I'm thrown off that she was a witch. Yeah. That did me in. And then the fact that she converted, that... Put me over the fucking head. I was like, hold up. I know. She was out here in Halloween Town, then all of a sudden she's fucking in the church. That's what I'm saying. What's going on? I thought you were chilling with Jack Skellington. Now all of a sudden you're fucking praising to Jesus. That's what I'm saying. Hanging out with Ted Higgins. Yeah, like, (laughs) it's like, I'm just, I'm very perplexed by these human relationships and interactions and like people that he had to deal with in his life like I I feel sorry for him yeah that's why I couldn't even I couldn't even call him anything mean because I was like this poor man he was just everybody was mean to him his whole life yeah just like the shittiest card dealt but Mm -hmm. like man yeah poor guy all right (laughs) 
So on the outside, Armin looked unfazed by his losses, but in reality, he was deeply affected, but not in the way that most people would normally be. Mm -hmm. While his mother was alive, he still acted like he was into women. But as soon as she died, he was strictly going to pound down with the schnitzel. Oh, really? Yeah, like he was only about the peen. Oh, you know what? He was probably waiting for mama to kick the bucket. And he Mm -hmm. was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck what she thinks. Yeah, no, he was a permanent resident in schnitzel land. No As soon as she died. Yeah. So obviously there was like some fear of disapproval from the mother. Oh, he thought that she only disapproved of him. So he didn't want her to like hate him even more so he didn't tell her that he was gay man mm-hmm. but all right i was about to pee you go mm-hmm. when she died he was happy that you know he finally had freedom and he started to role play his fantasies out by himself mm. he once cut a piece of pork into the shape of a penis and ate it <laughs> who does that a 30 something year old man named armin mivis <laughs> It's so much effort to cook. Yeah. It's a lot of effort to cook, let alone shaping up a piece of ham to look like a peen. Yeah. For you to then eat it. I don't know. I feel like making peens is like in the dude's jeans or something. Like anywhere you go, you will most likely see a dick drawn by some guy because they just like to make dicks everywhere. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so I'm sure him carving a dick out in from ham wasn't that much of a, a stretch. Like, I'm, I could definitely see some random one of my friends cutting something into a peen just to be funny. Yeah, but that... Uh... Well, he was doing it for satisfaction, but... Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, so he made a peen ham and ate it. <laughs> and he thought about nothing but gay sex and murder, dismemberment, and cannibalism. And that's it. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's, like, what he wanted in life was to go to Pound Town with some schnitzel uh-huh. and then to then eat said schnitzel. Oh. <laughs> so that was his fantasy. Yeah, like, um, he just wanted to fuck and eat. I, I, I'm kind of I'm picking up where this internet guy came from now. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, nope, nope, I'm not even going to guess. I'm not even going to guess. You keep going. Okay. So... To anyone that saw him, he looked fine and put together, but his life was actually in complete chaos and disarray. Did What did he look like? You should probably Google this. Was he crazy looking? I mean, he looked like an average white dude. Yeah. But, like, his teeth were very pronounced to me. I don't know if because I knew he was a cannibal, but, like, when I looked at his teeth, I was oh, like... Oh, no, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'd hate to be eaten with those chompers. Yeah. <laughs> You should definitely look him up. Oh, my God. I'm going to see him. It's just, yeah, you need to see him. I was going to have you look up a lot of things. What's his name? Armand what? Armin Mivis. A-R-M-I-N. And it's spelled weird. It's M-E-I-W-E-S. <laughs> Do you see him? <laughs> I think it's just... So I think it's just, um... Oh, that's not even the good one. Like, let that's me see not this. the good one? Oh, no. There's a picture of him, like, smiling. Oh. Uh. And I'm like, damn, dog. Look at them <laughs> teeth, though. I just feel like... I just feel like his jaw 
mm-hmm. is very pronounced, but also like he, it almost seems like he has a big jaw. So there's just a lot of teeth in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, there's definitely a lot of teeth in there and he uses them. Oh no, that's so gross. Like, uh, I, I think it's more so the shape of his face. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't help when you know that he's a cannibal. I know. Like, I'd probably have, like, less, you know, biased opinions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I could pick. I'm wondering if, like, he's who they based can- Hannibal Lecter off of or something. Because this is fucked oh, up. Oh, you think so? It could be. Oof. There's a cannibal that they based Buffalo Bill off of. Uh-huh. Uh, let me tell you, they love. That man is fucked up. That's going to be... That's going to be one for another time, because... Oh, my God. See, I don't think they're that bad. No. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're that bad. <laughs> I don't think they're, like, as, as scary as, as you, like, say they are. Definitely a weird, like, smile. He like, has a weird everything. Look at, look at, look at this face. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's scary. No. Yeah. But, anyways, moving on. So even though he looked well put together, his life was in complete chaos and disarray. The 43-room, 1,600-square-foot farm-style mansion that he inherited from his mother was literally rotting from the inside out. Oh, God. Because after his father left, Waltraud refused to do any of the upkeep on the house and just let it completely turn into a shithole. No way! Yeah, like... It was disgusting. Like, Waltrad was, like... She oh. wasn't doing anything, but she couldn't take care of the house either. No, she didn't take care of the house. She was, like, a fucking disgusting hoarder lady with a bunch really? of pets. Yeah. Oh, she had a lot of animals in the mansion? Apparently. There was... When they describe it, they say that she there was just, like, animal feces all over the floor and she would never pick it up. Ew. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's so gross. Like... The house was gorgeous on the outside, but definitely not on the inside. On the inside, it just looked terrible. There's, like, a picture of one of the rooms, and it's just decaying. Like, the ceiling's falling in. (laughs) Let me see. So, like, this was one of the bathtubs in his house. When he was still living there, it looked like this? Yeah. How? How is it? Like, okay... You know, as a messy person. Mm-hmm. But how can you live somewhere like that? Because that's all he ever knew, and he didn't know how to adult. But then again, you, how many rooms were in this fucking mansion at the same time, too? 43 rooms. But, like, that's just, like, gross, they love. Like, that's, like... Some horror movie shit? Yeah. Like, that's years and years of not cleaning, of just straight up being like, not today. <laughs> walking by it again and be like, oh, not today. Then <laughs> walk by ever. it again and then, like, there's dirt growing on the dirt and you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Too much shit to clean anyways. Mm-hmm. And you live there? Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what his room looked like. His room looked like it did when he was a kid. He never changed it. Like, he never changed anything about the house. Everything stayed exactly the same. Um, so Waltrod was a crazy hoarder lady with a bunch of pets, shit everywhere. She never cleaned it. And animal turd piles were literally all over the floor. Like everywhere you looked, shit pile, shit pile, turd nugget. 
<laughs> turd nugget. I know. Oh. Turd nugget next to the coffee maker. Imagine Ooh. standing or stepping in that. Oh, I would be pissed. So Armin was 38 at this time, and he was working as a computer technician. Okay. His work acquaintances said that he was a recluse with no friends who worked and went home to his mother. So when she died, he didn't know what to do. Like, he didn't know how to live. Mm-hmm. He held on to his childhood afraid and not really knowing how to be an adult. And his mental state was slowly deteriorating. Mm-hmm. He still kept his room the same as it was when he was a child. And his childlike demeanor stayed the same. So, like, he was an adult, but he acted like a kid. Okay. And he still had all of his childhood toys. At 40? At 38, yeah. He even kept his mother's room the same. That's definitely some psycho shit. Yeah. So from the descriptions that I found, Mm -hmm. the home itself was literally frozen in time in every aspect. Like he didn't change anything that his mother had done to it. Mm. And fun fact, Armin developed a fascination for computers as a young man. Mm -hmm. And uh, once upon a time, he planned to create a computer school in his mansion. Oh, wow. As a career. But he could never actually raise enough money to do it. How did they manage to keep the mansion? I don't fucking know because from the sounds of it, like, she didn't do jack, jack shit. So there was no money coming in. Well, I mean, he had a job. I'm sure she had something, maybe alimony pay or something. Oh. Mm-hmm. Shit, maybe. But. Like something, because she was just a lazy bitch. Yeah. And he just lives in this awesome mansion. Does decrepit mansion well true decrepit because they don't take care of it but Mm -hmm. like yeah and it's just him and his mom in a 43 room house oh god so he kept everything as it was and always had been and he actually would randomly dress up in his mother's clothes and act like her in front of the neighbors yeah definitely yeah 100 percent. like his psyche is deteriorating So the only things he did to pass the time was read, which I can kind of get because when I was living in Texas and I didn't have any friends or anything, that's pretty much all I did was read all the time. Mm -hmm. And I guess even in prison, he's still a very like voracious reader. That is just what he enjoys to do when he's not pretending to be, I don't know, cut up or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But then Armin finally found the internet. And he realized that there are some people out there that share the same interests as him. Mm-hmm. So he spent an excessive amount of time on forums and in chat rooms dedicated to cannibalism. Hmm. Why are forums and chat rooms dedicated to cannibalism available? Because, I mean, people are into it. But on some of these sites, like, it's strictly for fantasy. Okay. I was going to say, are these, like, sites where you're just like, hey... I found a severed finger once and took a bite, and I thought it was pretty good, so you're trying to fuck? Kind of. Yeah, that's kind of how it is. Really? Yeah. But, like, the sites had people that wanted to be eaten and people that wanted to eat people. Be eaten? Yeah, like, some people have a fetish with being consumed themselves. Oh, my God, that's so weird. Yeah. Well, you know how they say there's, like, a person for everybody? Yeah. I guess that's like real life because that's literally what happened to Armin is that he just found a person that was just his opposite. Like, I can't believe somebody would like, like, I, I will not pass judgment. I know I have some 
fetishes. Yeah. But to be eaten? Yeah. I don't know. Because I don't like pain. Like, somebody, yeah, somebody bites to her. I'm like, oh, God, oh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, I'm not about it. Watch it. Like, goddamn. For real. Hey, I don't want you to eat me. I told you what happened to to Devin the one time he, like, smacked my ass. <laughs> nope, nope. Not about it. Not about yeah, it. like, I don't like pain, bro. See, like, not that, but, like, biting? Like, clenching into... Literally being consumed. So they wanted, like, not even, like, a little nip. Like, they wanted full-on, hung, bite out of the apple, crunch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I can't imagine that. It it just just doesn't feel good. Well, so some of the sites were strictly for fantasy. And, like, they literally said on the sites, for those of you who are incapable of separating fantasy from reality, you should leave the site. So some of them were literally just, like, people pretending mm-hmm. to be eaten. Like, I get the stimulation part. Like, some people like to be into s and You know, you like to be hurt. I get it. Yeah. So, like, it's not that they actually wanted to. Where there's pain. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that some of them didn't actually want to be eaten. They liked to pretend to be. Gotcha. Yeah, I guess it's that whole, like, fantasy. Yeah. Like, the chat room exists for, like, the fantasy purpose. I'm sure people aren't actually. Some people. It's not all. Some. See, that's the that's the blurry line. Like, I don't get that. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. I get it. Like, people have their fetishes. Or Lady whatever. love, you get a you get a cannibalism fetish. No, I don't get the. I don't get it. But I'm saying I get the fetish part. I just don't get the cannibalism thing. So I'm like. So your whole fetish is, like, to die. Like, that's your fetish. Because, like, it's not like you could just fucking cut a chunk out of someone's ass cheek and be like, okay, bro, we're done. You know? You're right. Let me get a little bit of nib on that thigh meat right there, and then we're over it, you know? Ew. Ugh. Ew. (laughs) Okay. Well, spending all of his time on, on these different websites... His urges became harder to ignore. So he decided that it was time for him to get his grub on (laughs) and to get the all-you-can-eat homo sapien buffet started. So he went about creating a slaughter room. And it legit looks like a scene from American Horror Story Late Love. Oh, I love it. Like, it's just... Google... Arbin Mivis slaughter room because you're gonna be like, wow. If it was if it was as dirty as that bathroom, yes, it was. Oh god, it was disgusting. Like, what, what'd you say? Torture room, slaughter room, slaughter room. There should be like a little twin size bed and like a blue mattress. What's up with these walls? I know they're like moldy. Yeah, yeah. He's the house is literally decaying. Yep, that's slaughter room. Lady love. See, look at this room. Look at this room. This room looks habitable. Yeah, but I'm... What the fuck is going on here? I mean, they got the world's oldest furniture, but that shit still looks like... I don't even see the little turds on the floor. I don't even see the little (laughs) Well, I just don't get it. It, Was that a cage? Yeah. A cage in the slaughter room? So he had a rickety-ass twin bed. Yeah. With ropes connected to the bed and, like, straps to tie people up. Yeah. A meat hook... And, like, cages, and he oh, had gallon-sized book. buckets to collect blood in. Oh, gosh. So, next step 
after his slaughter room was complete, was to find someone to butcher. So initially, he debated on just finding someone randomly and kidnapping them and killing them against their will. Oh, whoa. But he decided that was morally wrong, and, uh-huh. he, and he only wanted to do it if it was consensual. Thank God for, thank God for fucking morals. morals. Like, yeah. shit, bro. I mean, I guess. I know. <laughs> I mean, I know you want to kill people, but I guess at least you're only wanting to kill people that want to die? Yeah. Right? I mean, if, <laughs> if you're going to kill anybody, might as well kill someone that wants to go. Yeah, I guess. Like, I, this is just all very odd, Lady Love. It's just very strange, the yeah. angles that we're coming from. It's all it's all a lot he's of... He's a cannibalist. He's a cannibalist and had cannibalistic tendencies since he was a kid. But he never really did anything no. until he started getting more exposure from these chat rooms and then he fucking plans out a torture room and mm-hmm. then he's like all right time for a candidate now oh you know what kidnapping somebody that's wrong that's wrong i'm i'm not about to do that but if somebody wants me to eat them i'm all about it <laughs> <laughs> what yes what yep that's that's this is him this is his which i guess it's better than kidnapping someone and eating them. I mean, I guess, but, like, none of it... No, it's just too much for my... I guess <laughs> it's, like, too much for my brain to, like, really legitimately comprehend. What I'm amazed at right now is that we are an hour and some change into this, and we haven't even gotten to the part where he eats people yet. <laughs> oh, God damn. I know. But, so he decided to post ads on his favorite cannibal forums, including the Cannibal Cafe. And this site is actually still around, and you can find Armin's ads on there in their archives. No way. Yeah, you can, like, look up what he posted. So he posted all of his ads under the pseudonym Frankie. And he used the name Frankie because as a kid, he always had, like, an imaginary brother that he named Frankie. Yeah. The ads were on both German and English language websites. Mm Mm-hmm. And the ads in English read in very broken English. Mm-hmm. So the English version of his ad was, I am Frankie from Germany, and I search for a young boy between 18 and 30 years old. Have you a normal build body? And will you dissect, then come to me, butchering you and eat your horny flesh? <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> well, that's the English version. <laughs> he clearly... Did not speak English very well. Not at all. Uh, the ad he posted in German. <laughs> For horny flesh. Yeah. I'll eat your horny flesh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to eat that horny nipple of yours. Oh, God. Ew. <laughs> I know. It's so gross. But the German version translated to this. Let's hear it. Looking for well-built man, mm-hmm. 18 to 30 years old, mm-hmm. to be slaughtered and then consumed. The English version was way, way, way <laughs> different. I think there was, like, a couple more sentences. Oh, yeah, there's, like, more sentences, more words. Yeah. Okay, so he's looking for a boo between 18 and 30. So he can eat them and kill them. But they have to want to do it. So did the guy die when he cut his peen off? Not right away, no. We get to that, though. Oh, but, but he did die. He does die. And he wanted to. Yeah, he wanted to. I'm just 
So mind blown by this. <laughs> How old? Okay, never mind. Never mind. Keep telling me. Keep going. Keep going. So he posted this ad over 60 times. How long before somebody replied to his ad? After he posted this, Armin thought he struck gold with these ads because he said about 200 people replied to his ad offering up their bodies. Shut the fuck up. I swear to God. How I really want to know how long this ad was up for before... He, th- this was happening, like, immediately people were responding. Really? Yeah. However, he had to do months of screening on these men because they all thought that he was just trying to role play and not really, like, try <laughs> to carve them up like Thanksgiving turkeys. Oh, God! So he started meeting men in hotel rooms from cannibal sites, and they were all into, like, role play, which, although it disappointed him, he played along with it. <laughs> Well, this isn't what I wanted, but all right. I guess I'll do it. Since I'm here. Yeah. (laughs) I guess I'll just do it. I know. So one man asked Armin to write the names of different cuts of meat on labels and pin them to his body with needles. Ew. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I think, like, the needle thing is called peekerism. Oh, it has a name? Oh, yeah. Every fetish has a name. Peekerism? Yeah. So I think, like... If you do something where you, like, enjoy stabbing a person's flesh with, like, mm-hmm. needles and stuff, I mm-hmm. think it's, like, a peekeristic thing. Oh, God. Peekerism is a sexual interest in penetrating the skin of another person with sharp objects. Oh, fuck me. Well, no. No, no. don't. <laughs> Not. Not if you want to stab me with a million fucking needles. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucking weird. Yeah. So, in his head, obviously, for someone to be a part of him, they not only had to be eaten, but they had to be willing to be eaten. That, that's the one stipulation? Yeah. You have I'm going to gonna be... eat you, but I want you to want me to eat you. Yes. That is exactly it. <laughs> so, the first man that he actually met up with in person mm-hmm. to, like, chop up mm-hmm. was named Jose. Oh, damn. So, Jose went to Armin's house, mm-hmm. stripped naked... And let Armin put him on the meat hook in the slaughter room and lowered him onto the table. Armin was covering Jose's... Oh, God. Okay, no, I'm sorry. Okay, I tried to let it go. A meat hook. Have you ever watched... Um, what's the movie with the leather? Leatherface. Oh, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Mm-hmm. You remember the meat hook there? Yeah, it's like that. Like that? Yeah, it's like that. And that guy let him put on, on the meat hook like that? Yeah. Just fucking... Yep. And lower him down? Yeah, so he lowered him onto the table. Oh, God. Um, Armin was covering Jose's skin with oil to prep him for butchering. Uh, but Jose told Armin that he was starting to feel sick, so Armin let him go. You have to be willing to be eaten. As soon as oh he was like, I'm not about this, he was like, okay, fine, I'll let you go. No way! Yes! He probably started not feeling well from the fucking rust and infection festering on the meat hook. Because if the rest of the fucking slaughterhouse looked like that, I can't imagine this meat hook was very sanitary. Oh, yeah. And oh, God. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine how deep, like, mm-hmm. to hook somebody on a fucking meat hook. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. I. Some people like pain, Lady Love. I'm not one of those I'm people. I'm one of those people that likes pain, like... I'm all for it. Hell knows. Do it until I break. Mm-hmm. And then some. But, bro, you're going to put some, you're going to put yourself on a meat. 
Like, that is not even sexy dangling across the, like... Yeah, it's just, like, <laughs> in the movies, like, when Rocky's going in to, like, beat up the fucking... <laughs> the cow ribs or whatever. Yeah. You just got Jose just chilling Yes, there. and then Jose's just passed out on the meat hook next to it. Yep. He probably wasn't feeling well because he was, he was starting to die a little. <laughs> He's going Fuck. septic. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Jose's world is all fucked up because he wanted to get put on a meat hook. But I will respect him for being like, all right, if you're feeling too sick, I guess we you don't could go. <laughs> hey, Armin, I got a headache. I don't think we can go through with this right now. Yeah, my shoulder really hurts from where the meat hook was. <laughs> When I don't feel so sick, thanks, bye. Like, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Hey, I'm impressed you found someone named Jose in Germany. Right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and what was the oiling for? Does, can't, does skin cut better once it's oiled? Yeah. Because it made it sound like he was ready to baste his ass and put him in the oven. He's like. His skin was with oil for cutting. I was like. He's got like garlic butter on him. <laughs> Mm, yeah, like a nice little scent. Like, ooh, Jose. I know. Can't wait to taste you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know what? I feel like the oil was a dual purpose, Lady Love. Could be, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was to cut the skin, but, but then, also to saute a little Jose up. Oh, yeah. Get a little crispy skin. That's going to be like in Hannibal Lecter where he's like frying up the brains. Oh, God. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, it'll be just like that. <laughs> he like cuts it off and then it just hits the pan. Oh. Oh, God. You hear this sizzle because of the oil. Listen, I'm still impressed that he let him go. Yeah. Respect to Armand for that. See, that's why I didn't give him a mean nickname. I was like, I'm sorry, bro. You, I get it. You got problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so another man that Armin considered was named Mateo. Now, Mateo wanted Armin to burn his testicles. He's got a little thing for the, for the Hispanic flair, I guess. I guess so. Mateo? Yeah, Mateo. What is it, Jose? Jose. Come on. Mateo. I wonder who the guy was that actually got the little peen separate. (laughs) But okay, let's keep going. What happened to Mateo? (laughs) So, Mateo was someone that Armin considered. They didn't actually meet in person. You know, they were just talking. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mateo wanted Armin to burn his testicles with a blowtorch. And then nail his body onto the floor while then whipping him to death. But Armin hit him with, like, a hard pass because he said Mateo was just too weird. <laughs> Shut up. I swear to God. Shut up. Yeah. How it was... does a weirdo hit the other weirdo with being like, listen, bro. It's just too much. <laughs> At least there's levels to this shit. I know. I said I wanted to eat somebody, but you're just doing the most. Torching the balls and then nailing you to the floor? Yeah. That's a lot of fucking work. I'm trying to put you up on the meat hook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... What? Well, the whole thing is Armin doesn't actually want to kill anybody. He just wants to eat something. Like, he wants to eat somebody. He does not That's actually... It? Yeah. So, like, Mateo wanting him to, like, beat him to death and stuff. Like, he wasn't oh. into that. Oh. Oh. I mean, okay, but... Yeah, so he didn't want to, like, physically harm another person. He just wanted to eat them. Still doesn't make it any better, though. I know, but... That's why he said it was too weird for him, because he wanted him to do all this, like, <laughs> physical torture, and Listen, he wasn't bro, about it. I know we said we were into this, but you a little bit too strange. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little, little much for me. Slow it back. Roll back. All right. So, Mateo was a little bit too freaky. Yeah. For good old Armand. So, who was next? Well, 
everyone else that Armin talked to either couldn't go through with it or, or was not worthy in Armin's eyes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so he had stand. I mean, good for him for mm-hmm. having standards. Um, that is until he met Bernd Jürgen Armando Brands. Where was this guy from with that name? Berlin. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So he is a German man. Okay. Still, in February 2001, Burns sent Mivis this message. Quote, I am 36 years old, 175 centimeters, and weigh 72 kilograms. I hope you are really serious about it because I really want it. Now, Burns actually lied about his age to see... 72 kilograms, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's 158 pounds. Oh, so he was like... Tiny. Yes. And okay. what was it? How many centimeters was it? 175. Sorry. I just, I, I gotta, I gotta see because, you know, we American. Mm-hmm. We ain't with the metric system. Definitely not with the metric system. But we about to find out. 73? 175. No, for the centimeters. 73 centimeters? No, 175. Oh, one, 175 centimeters. Yeah. Oh, God. What is happening with I was going to say 73 centimeters. Homie's like two feet tall. What? I think it's like 73 inches. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm going to guess he was like 5'6". Five, 5'8". Five, okay, I'll close. I'll close. So he was a little fine. Yeah, so he's little, like little tiny. He's like, DJ. Aw, yeah. DJ, we love you. Love you, DJ. Make better choices. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so he was 5'8", less than 160 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, for a guy, that's not that big. No. Not mm. at all. Mm-mm. So he was like... I'm a cute little thing from Berlin. Mm-hmm. I'm trim and I'm into it. <laughs> so How you let's feeling? do it. Yeah. Okay. So Bern lied about his age, though, to seem more attractive to Armin. How old is he? He was actually 42 years old. <gasps> How old did he say he was? 36. Oh, you lying. Mm-hmm. And Bern was a computer engineer from oh. Berlin, employed by a super pronounced company called mm-hmm. Siemen, Simons, <laughs> Siemens, whatever. He was a manager at the time. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was making bank. So it's not like he was struggling in life or anything. Like, he, he made some money. Mm-hmm. Um, Byrne always had a dream of being eaten and was known by the gay S&M sex worker scene mm-hmm. for his mutilation ideas Ooh. in the city that he was in. Ooh. Yeah, so, like... You gotta be fucked up if the prostitutes know about you. Right. Like, stay stay away from that one. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Byrne had some mental health problems. Oh, clearly. And he was very depressed and suffering from both abandonment issues and sexual identity issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, Byrne's mother died in 1963 when she had a car accident and hit a tree. But his dad couldn't accept the fact that it was an accident, so he told Byrne that she committed suicide when he was five. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So you can guess why he had some mental problems. Of course. Yeah, yeah. He was suicidal, but wanted to end his life by being consumed. No fucking way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he had actually posted his own ad on that same website that said, quote, dinner or your dinner. He was offering people the chance to, quote, eat me alive. Man, he was just straight up about it out there. Yeah. No way. Mm Mm-hmm. I I think what gets me is that I'm trained to think critically. Mm-hmm. 
So it's just like when this way out of the left field shit comes out, it's like I almost don't know how to process it. Mm-hmm. Homie was offering himself for dinner. Yep. As a, as, as a way of suicide. Yeah. What in the actual fuck, bro? Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Yeah. I want to die, but... I want you to eat me. What? But this, it's not even just for the suicidal reason. Like, he just had this obsession with people eating him. This obsession is really blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Burned and Mivis emailed each other for a month straight before they actually met. Okay. And, of course, because of the internet, we're able to read the transcripts. This is an actual conversation that they had, okay? Oh, my God. Let me hear it. Burned. What will you do with my brain? Mivis. I'll leave it. I don't want to split your skull. Burned. Better bury it, preferably in in the cemetery. Nobody notices skulls there. Or maybe pulverize it? Mivis. We have a very small cemetery here. Burned. You can use it as an ashtray. Are you a smoker? <laughs> oh, what the fuck, bro? I'm sorry. Your face. Oh, <laughs> like, it is just, like, not getting any better. Oh, no, it's not. It gets worse. I mean, I guess he's, like, fucking uh, uh, thoughtful. Yeah. Are you a smoker? You could keep it as an ashtray. What? Yeah. This is why I was debating on doing this as a two-parter. I'm still kind of debating doing this as a two-parter because this is crazy. Katie Love, he wanted to keep his skull as an ashtray? Yes. That's what I he's... Mean, well, he offered to keep the skull as an ashtray. Nonetheless, it would be an awesome fucking ashtray. Like, bro, where'd you get this ashtray? Like, listen, mm-hmm. that's somebody's skull. Yeah. <laughs> but then at the same time, there's a lot of... Eh, that comes with that. Mm-hmm. I could just see him, like, having the skull and, like, the ashes in it and pour it out for the homies, you know, like. Oh, God. <laughs> the this ashes just fall. Brand. Yeah. Here you go, Brand. <laughs> like, oh. All right. At least he's thought- thoughtful, I guess. Mm-hmm. Burned. You can use it as an ashtray. Are you a smoker? Mivis. Yes. But my teeth are still pretty white. Burned. That's good. I smoke, too. I hope you like smoked meat. <laughs> Uh. Mivis, just bring yourself for breakfast. Burned was actually the one who seemed to be encouraging Armin to go through with this whole idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, during one of their cyber sexy times, mm-hmm. Burned told Armin he wanted him to, quote, rip out my vitals with your teeth. Oh, gosh. Yeah. He also explained to Armin that he has dealt with his feelings since he was a child, Mm -hmm. saying he, quote, had the desire since he was a child to be slaughtered and eaten. He had the desire since he was a child to be slaughtered and eaten? Yes. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, perfectly made for this. Yes. For this guy. When they say there's someone out there for everybody, they mean it. Legit. When you said it, I was like, mm, you know, I, I guess I thought that he maybe conned them into this. No. But no, he is very legitimately like a consensual cannibalist. Mm-hmm. You know, like it didn't work out with Jose. It's like, oh, it feels too good. All right, you can go. Mm-hmm. The other one was like, all right, this dude is weird even for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> and now he's finding this guy that's like, I've been wanting to be eaten Forever. I found you. Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> so, 
At Armin's trial, some of Byrne's exes were asked to testify. A significant one, Mm -hmm. his name was Victor Serrano. And he said that he'd met Burns when he replied to an ad from a pool boy. Mm -hmm. And he responded back, and they ended up having a three-year relationship. Now, he and Burns had sex at least two times a week for the duration of their three-year relationship. He said, quote, Burns kept urging me to bite his penis off. He always achieved orgasm when I would place my teeth around it. He wanted to be bitten everywhere, but the penis was his fantasy, his obsession. He offered me money, some 10,000 Deutschmarks, which in American currency is over $6,000. Yeah. Oh, fuck. He offered his boyfriend or ex-boyfriend six grand to bite off his penis. <laughs> to bite it off? Yeah. Not even nibble on it. Listen, no. you give me six grand, mm-hmm. I'll nibble. Yeah. I don't know about taking a pill. No, I wouldn't want to bite it off. Oh, God. I'm trying to yeah, picture like, it. Like, I'm a weird texture person. Oh, yeah. Like, if you... Uh, yeah. Oh, God, no. Like, it's done. It's bitten off. Can I give oh, you six grand? Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 what if you bite the first time and you can't bite it off? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it would be... It's like trying to bite through really tough taffy or something, you know? Like... Maybe. If you bite hard enough, though... I don't know. Take that shit off. I'm trying to picture it, and like my teeth are strong, but I don't think I could like bite through a stick strong. Yeah, no, no. Maybe if they had like with enough rage, anything is possible. Well, yeah, maybe with enough rage, probably. I'm sure if I was like angry enough. You know what? Maybe not even rage because they were into this. Mm -hmm. Like it was, it was like a fetish thing. So maybe with enough passion. You know how you fucking get lost and shit sometimes, and you're just like. And you're like, oh, God, speck a little too hard. It's like, I'm sorry, I was in the moment. Yeah. Like, uh, like that type of thing. Maybe you should have just done a little molly before they went at it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Got like, that chainsaw gone, chalk away. Oh, God. Yeah, they would have definitely fucking sawed somebody's dick off. <laughs> I know. With their jaws going. Mm-hmm. So, Burns' obsession with penis mutilation is actually what ended up breaking up him and Victor. Because, like, he just... He couldn't get past it. Like, that's just weird. Oh, God. Which I feel like if someone I was with was like, yo, bite my dick off. I'm like, nah, bro, I need that thing. Like, <laughs> I want to bite it off. <laughs> I think it's it's useful. Let's just leave it where it is. I don't want to bite it. <laughs> yeah, like, but why? You know? Yeah, but why? <laughs> so, Armin sent Burn a pick of his teeth and promised to bite his tongue out. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. So as Byrne and Armin continued to talk, Byrne got more and more graphically detailed about the things that he wanted to be done to him. Mm -hmm. A conversation they had on March 6, 2001 went like so. Byrne, thank you for your mail. You really turned me on. Winter with the temperatures at around 5 to 15 degrees below freezing is good for slaughter. Great to be naked and tied in weather like that and to be driven to the slaughter where you then stun me and I collapse. You then hang me up, jerking, and cut my artery. Warm blood flows. Everything goes routinely. I don't have any chance to escape my slaughter at the last second. It's a real turn-on, and the feeling of being at your mercy, being in your possession, having to give up my flesh. Mivis. It will be awesome anyway. <laughs> your tasty body on show like that, spicing it. 
tying you up will be no problem. I've got the rope and some cuffs for your hands and feet. I'll really enjoy the bit with the needles. I'll see if I can get a hold of some really long ones. I can't wait for you to be here. Can't wait, boo. I know. I can't wait to bite your dick off, homie. I guess... Not foreplay between other people, but I guess just like the setup between other people will be different. Like, hey, boo, can't wait for you to get here. And then, you know, you got the lingerie, you yeah. got the clean sheets. This guy is just like, I'm ready to do the deed and eat that dick up. I know, like most people are just like, I just want to take it down. Yeah. And then he's like, I just want to eat your dick. Oh, God. And you're just like, uh, <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. That's what we're doing out here, bro? Apparently. So finally, after all of this, like, hot Hannibal floor play that they had going on, mm-hmm. Byrne decided to take the train ride from Castle to Wustfield, Germany, mm-hmm. to go meet Armin on March 9th, 2001. Okay. So the day before he left for their date, Burns wrote, quote, I'll bring myself for breakfast mm-hmm. to Armin. Oh. And Armin replies, quote, I'll have an appetite. Rely on it. This is some fucking weird foreplay, man. I know. Weirdest foreplay ever. Like, don't get me wrong. I've definitely, like, done one of those, like, sexy text times to, like, get someone to give you some cheeks. Like, I get it. But this is a lot. My entire relationship is sexy time. Yeah. Over, like, phone (laughs) for some cheeks. But that? Yeah. That is some hard to sell shit right there. And like, <laughs> like that's like. I, I, I was going to say, out of the two of us, I feel like you're definitely the, the fleekier one. So I for sure. I feel like you should. <laughs> you would definitely way, be way more into understanding. Because like in the situation that these are in, I feel like I would probably be the cannibal and you would be the one that's like. Looking for. <laughs> yeah, looking to be. <laughs> looking for person to, to be interested in being eaten. I totally agree, Lady Love. I'm probably the, yeah. Yeah. So I, no, this, I I just, I'm trying so hard to get behind this and it's just, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a judgmental person. (laughs) I, I accept all beings as they are, but this is just fucking fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. I'll have an appetite. Count on it. I know. Like, that's not sexy. I'll bring myself, like, I wonder what he was picturing when he said, like, Brit- like you know what, for some reason, I don't know, I don't know why I'm picturing anything with their awful foreplay, but I'm just, like, picturing the guy saying, I'll bring myself over for breakfast, and you've seen, like, the ones where they do, like, sushi on, like, the naked body. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I'm thinking, like, breakfast food, like, pancakes over the dong. I know. Fucking scrambled eggs on the belly, some sausage patties on the neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I'll bring myself over for breakfast. He's got, like, a croissant tied to his balls. <laughs> it's, like, cupping it underneath or something. I'm like, what? Chocolate-covered ball sack, anyone? That's all I'm thinking about. And it's just... Not not it, no. So, <laughs> I wish it was that way. I know, I wish it was, too. I wish this was, like, pretend and they... I don't know, he, like, cut a chunk out of his finger and was like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> Just kidding. I take it back. Let's yeah. just have breakfast for real. That's what I'm saying. Like, he couldn't cut off a pinky. You had to, like, the penis. Like, that's what that's what we go for. The thing is, though, the other guy wanted it. I know. Like, that was his... He was like, well, if you're cutting off anything... It better be right this here. dick right here. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm gonna die, I'm going my way. And my way is this way. Like, 
Which I feel like we just did the Lorena episode. Yeah. I thought that was like the worst thing you could ever do to a man. And he's like, do it. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wonder. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Why that? I have no fucking idea. And like with him thinking that he was going to be like with him wanting to be cannibalized to death. Mm-hmm. Did he want to just be a person? Like, did he want to become part of someone else? No, I guess he just had this. Like, he felt like the the most, I don't know. The most thrill? Yeah, maybe the most thrill or, like, the most intimate with a person as if they were eating him. Hmm. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I got my clip bit once, and I was not happy about it. Listen, don't you fucking talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. Every time I think about it, my fucking legs clench. Okay? Is I... I, too, have experienced such travesty. And can you imagine somebody biting? That was an accidental bite. Yeah. And I thought I lost the piece. I know. Can you imagine somebody chomping on you for nutritional purposes? I don't want to. I don't. I, like, the one time when I was, like, washing myself or whatever with my loofah (laughs) in the shower, it caught onto my nip ring. Oh, God. And I yanked because I didn't realize it. And that bitch hurt. Like, if someone bit my titty, yes. like, for real, to try to bite off my nipple, yeah. bro, that shit would be the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Like, I'd be like, eh, oh, okay, no, no, no. Yeah. No, try no. something else. Try something else. Like, pause, pause. Jose, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not feeling well. Get me I out of here. I don't get that. I don't get the extreme pleasure behind it. I don't either. It's fucking crazy. So, Burton took the train from Castle to meet Armin. Uh, Armin went to the train station and picked him up, and they drove to his mansion. And they chatted a bit and had coffee inside of Armin's soundproof slaughter room. <laughs> soundproof, too? Yeah, soundproof. Huh. I didn't think... I mean, I guess I'm not surprised that it's soundproof, but, like, with as dirty as it is, I just don't think it's great quality. It's probably not. Fucking moldy walls, nasty folk, <laughs> dingy bed. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That cage was shoddy, too. Did oh, you see and, the cage? Oh, yeah, come on. And you know that bed was creaky as shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest, like, twin size, like, I, bed. You hear the springs? Yeah, like, oh, fuck, be quiet. I know. <laughs> exactly. So they drove to the mansion, had coffee inside the slaughter room, and for a decent portion of the night, they just acted like little nerds talking about techie stuff because they both were computer engineers. You know, well, Armin repaired computers and Burned was like a computer engineer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they smoke cigarettes. So some sources say that Burn actually has a change of heart for a little bit. But then he says that if he takes a bunch of sleeping pills and alcohol and cold medicine, he should be able to go through with it. So they decide to make boom booms in the slaughter room mm-hmm. before they got started. And around 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. that day, Burn told him to, quote, do it now. Oh, fuck. So Armin walked over to the camera and started to record. And on camera... They had a camera there the entire time, but the one part that they wanted to record was the severing? No, they recorded the whole thing. Okay. So, like, they had sex. and They, they the, recorded the sex. No, they didn't record the sex. See, that's the thing. Yeah. They only wanted to record the severing of the penis and the eating. Oh, and the, the whole nine after that, too. It's a four-hour video. <gasps> yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. It's a four-hour video? Yeah. It's a four-hour video. Oh, shit. So, 
On camera, they discussed the details of their agreement uh-huh. and made it explicitly known that Burns was doing this willingly. No way. Yeah. That's smart, though. I mean, like, mm-hmm. okay, never mind. So their entire video was four hours long. Mm-hmm. Burton then took 20 sleeping pills and drank almost an entire bottle of schnapps. He may have also drank some cold medicine to wash that down, but, mm-hmm. like, it's not confirmed for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, once he was ready, Burn asked Armin to bite his peen. And he put in his best effort to deliver upon this request to bite it off, mm-hmm. but he couldn't bite through it. Oh, no. Yeah. Like you said. All he actually was able to accomplish at this point was bursting both of his testicles. <gasps> yeah. Oh, fuck. By biting them? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. And he bursted them? Yep. So then Armin grabbed a knife to finish the job. But sadly, the first knife that he grabbed was too dull. Oh, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Oh, my God. What are the fucking odds? And then on top of that, the first one it grabs is like a dull spoon? Yep. (laughs) Thank God this dude took him a fucking, uh, took him a noosha of just. Well, they didn't kick in yet. I mean, he took a bunch of sleeping pills. I mean, sleeping pills, but didn't he tell them to take some, some stuff before then? No, they didn't take anything. He just like. He just went for the sleeping pills? Yeah, he just went for the sleeping pills and the schnapps. And that's more for later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, like. Yeah. So, obviously, first knife didn't go through the wiener. So he had to grab another knife and try again. When Armin was asked about this, he said, quote, He screamed horribly, but it was short, maybe 20 to 30 seconds. The blood was squirting from the open wound, similar to a fountain. Mm. While Burned was leaking blood, Armin oh set out to complete the next part of their plan, mm-hmm. which was to eat the dick. But Burned wanted to eat his own dick with Armin. And he had actually... I don't get that. I don't get it either. Like, why would you want to eat your own dick? It's not like I look at my own vagina and it's like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, no. Oh, it's dead. Yeah, no. I think I'd, I think I'd eat that. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah I like, agree. Like, you know, it's not like penises are that attractive anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, especially like, I'm sure after he bit it off, it got all shriveled and soft. Like, after he fucking bursted those balls, I'm sure that shit was not pretty. Yeah. And he wants to eat it? Yeah, he wants to eat it. I'm surprised he's still even conscious. He had to have had something more in his system. Listen, if you're a dude and your balls are bursted from the intense pressure whatever the fuck he did like homie Mm -hmm. you are on some shit to have that pain happen and be like oh god it's still on okay go get the knife go get the knife let's finish it off no like yeah and then then the fact that he tried two knives out one was dull and then he finally got it right this dude this dude was committed because committed and on something i am convinced there's no way there's no fucking way this dude was just sitting there chilling i'm sober as a nun being like oh my balls are bursted but let's see what else you got armand like the fuck out of here i guess he screamed and that's it (laughs) let out a yelp and was like oh yeah okay try again again." (laughs) no no yeah so burn wanted to eat his own dick with armin and he actually attempted to eat his penis raw, like fresh mm-hmm. off the balls, but he couldn't because it was too chewy. Mm. So Armin helped Burned up and walked him into the kitchen 
to watch Armin chef up some fried wiener schnitzel. Ugh. Armin blanched the peen, seasoned it with salt and pepper. Blanched the peen. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you give instructions on how he how he cooks it up, but I guess that's important. He, so he blanched the peen. Yeah. So he blanched the peen, seasoned it with salt, pepper, and garlic powder, and then fried it. Mm-hmm. After it was cooked, they both tried to eat it together, but they were both disappointed because the meat wasn't edible. Mm. Oh, Armin, God, that's gross. Armin had accidentally burned it. <laughs> he overblanched the penis. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he accidentally burned it, and it was too tough to bite through, so Armin Ew. cut it up and fed it to his dog. Which I'm like, bro, you why you had to do that to the dog? Like... That's just Throw rude. Way. Yeah. Like if it's overcooked, leave the poor dog alone. See, that's the difference between dogs and cats. If I wouldn't try to feed, feed my girls some like fried up peen, they'd have been like, bitch, what are you trying to feed me? Because I'm not about it. Right. Um, so disappointed at not getting to feast upon his cock meat Sammy and losing large amounts of blood, Burned was starting to lose consciousness, which meant it was <laughs> on to phase two of their plan. Armin ran Burned a bath. And picked him up and put him in there because he obviously couldn't, like, move because he was, you know, bleeding profusely. Uh, Burn was too weak to do it himself, and Armin left him there to slowly bleed out. Armin went into a bedroom next door and read a Star Trek novel for the next three hours. While homie was just dying in the other room? Yeah. So he would get up every 15 minutes to check on Burn um, because the whole plan was... As soon as Byrne fell asleep, Armin would kill him. Because he didn't want to be awake and be killed. What the fuck? But he's bleeding out. Yeah. He wanted to be awake for his penis being bit off because he has an obsession with that. But, yeah. For the rest of it, he didn't want to remember it? Yeah. But, I mean, what are you going to remember? You're going to die anyway. (laughs) True. Exactly. I mean... (laughs) Whatever, this is just a fucking... Yeah. So every 15 minutes... while weird request. Like, I want you to eat my peen, but I want to be alive. But I don't want to be alive when I have to go. Mm-hmm. After you eat my peen and I eat my peen. I want to be asleep. And what a disappointing experience. Yeah. To have an overcooked peen. Mm-hmm. And then not even be able... Not even be able to enjoy it. You know how mad I'd be? I'd be like, bro... Really? You're going to overcook the peen? Mm-hmm. We only had one shot, Armand. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're going to overcook it and just treat it like that? Yep, that's what he did. And then just feed it to the dog? Mm-hmm. Then I, I got to die? I know. Damn, bro. He he just, it wasn't his day. It, it didn't go the way they had planned. Not in the slightest, but okay. So Armand checked on him every 15 minutes to make sure that, you know, he was still awake. Mm-hmm. And after Byrne was finally unconscious, Armin walked over to him, kissed him on the forehead, and proceeded to cut his throat. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. That's pretty ruthless. Yep. So now, well, he was asleep, so I, I mean, the, the whole plan was to kill him anyway. Yeah. Um, so now on to phase three. Armin picked Byrne's body out of the tub mm-hmm. and hung him from the meat hook in the slaughter room. He first decapitated Byrne. And drained his body of blood. Pardon me. Whoa. (laughs) He then removed all of his organs and packaged them and cut him in half the long way. Now, ladies... Shut the... Like, 
This is all being this worked way? on. Yeah. He cut him that way? Yep. With a saw? Was it on the video? Yeah, it was all on the video. Like, they recorded... He recorded this whole thing. No fucking way. Yeah, all of it. So he recorded him cutting off his peen, them eating the peen, him falling asleep. Yep, every second. cutting his neck off, or, like, slicing his neck. Mm-hmm. And now he recorded him picking him up, doing the meat hook, and... Yep. Really? Yeah, all of this. He literally recorded every second of the event. Okay. So, he first decapitated Byrne and drained him of his body. Mm-hmm. He then removed all of his organs and packaged them. Mm-hmm. Um, he then cut him in half the long way mm. and poured hot water all over the two halves and washed them. Ah! Because he was washing the meat. Ew! Gross! Wait, so he didn't stop at eating his dick? No. He wanted to eat the rest of him, too? Yes. Oh, my God, I don't know why I thought he was just going to stop at the dick. No, Lady Love. Now, do you want to know something even more fucked up? Oh, my God, yes. You can literally see. No! Tell me you can't see part of the video. You can see pictures. Ah! Yeah, like. It, I'm sure I'm sure on some on some dark web black market. No, you can see that. this shit on Google. There's like four shots of that were leaked. No shit. Yeah. I'm sure you can find the video is what I mean. Probably. On like some dark web shit. You wanna see it, Lady Love? Yes, I wanna see it. No wonder you needed a fucking palate cleanser. Look at what you were looking up in the middle of the fucking night. Like, <laughs> yeah, Lady Love. Jesus Christ. This shit is Oh my god. You know, so I watched this movie called, um, huh, I can't remember the movie. It was a movie that was locally made with mm-hmm. a clown. Like one of those Netflix no. movies? Uh, I think part of it might have, I think one of them was on Netflix, actually. Because I might have seen the one on Netflix, because I, I definitely remember there being like a killer clown. Yeah, like you can see it. No shit. Mm-hmm. There was this movie where um wow he's got like the little butcher thing on and everything he's getting ready to slice that arm off oh yeah wow there was a movie with the clown i I wish i could remember the name and one of the killing scenes was that he had a girl and he hung her upside down Mm -hmm. and this is how he got her and i was like it would suck to die being sawed through your vagina all the way down. Oh, my God. Like, right? Exactly. Oh. Like, and I think the girl was alive. This dude was at least dead. Yeah. But I cannot believe. Yeah. I can't believe he was just. Mm-hmm. That's, like, legitimately him. Like. Oh, can you see the part on the bottom? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So when the cops actually find, like, everything. Yeah. The person that watches the video, like the full video, actually needed to get therapy after this because it was so traumatic. Oh, I bet. It was crazy. So after he washed the meat, he then went about filleting all of it and he carefully labeled each cut and he was storing it in a secret compartment in his freezer under some pizza boxes. Mm. And he also filled a chest freezer with flesh. Like he literally filleted every single part of Ugh. Burns' body. And when he was left with only bones, he tried to grind up the bones to use as flour, but he couldn't get it fine enough. Ew! Armin buried Burns' head and his guts and skin in the garden. Mm-hmm. And every single second of this entire gross process was recorded. Ugh. That's gross. Yeah. Like, he's just like, now, 
I'm going to try and make flour mm -hmm. out of bones, kids. Yep. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. What the fuck? I know. It's like the fucked up Bob Ross. Yeah. Well, that night, Armin didn't eat anything. He waited for a fresh new day mm -hmm. to prepare himself for his Sunday feast. Mm. Hmm. So they love. Do you want me to tell you about his dinner? Or do you want me to save this for next time? I think that's a good part to end it on. Yes? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I guess we're going to have to see you next week for part two of this Armin Mivis madness. For sure. For sure, part two. Yeah. The, that was a lot. That was a lot, yeah. For our first half. Mm-hmm. And we just got to the only person that he ate. Yep. I feel like I need a palate cleanser. <laughs> Like <laughs> last night when I was finishing up the research, I was like, "Oh my god, it's one o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna die." <laughs> like, damn, homie. I know. Like, just doing the research on this, and I was like, I don't even know if this episode's gonna be that funny. This is just traumatizing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like by far this is one of the least funny episodes, just because there's so much fucked up shit. Even I'm just like. I laugh at fucked up shit, but I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah, no, this is, like, rough. Yeah, this is, like, traumatizing for anyone. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Guys, we'll pick up on the story on next week. But if you like this podcast and you want to hear us some more, give us a like on our Facebook page at Wine, Wicked Crimes, and Cat Moms Oh My. Like our Instagram to see amazing pictures and videos of an unnecessary shit. At Cat Mom's Oh My podcast. Don't knock it. The IG will give you plenty of palate cleansers that you might need after this. <laughs> or you can also write us on Twitter at Cat Mom's Oh My pod. Email us <laughs> and tell us what you think <laughs> at catmoms2 at yahoo.com. Yeah. Yahoo! We're working on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and join us for our Patreon. Join us on our Patreon mm -hmm. for early access of our episodes before they're released to the public at our $5 level at patreon.com slash catmomsohmy. Woo woo. Yeah. And for Patreon members, if you do join, you'll obviously be able to get part two sooner than everybody else so you can hear what happens now. So we can get over this terrible, like, drabby episode and get back to funnier shit. God dang, like, love, like... This shit was woof, lady love. This is very woof. When we just got to the dinner. I know. Like, we just got to the actual cannibalistic act. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. Fuck. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>